You are now locked in to the Sounds Like Fun podcast. It don't matter underground or the mainstream. We taking over everything American dreams. Make a move, long nights to the light beams. Urban Stone, we the motherfucking A team. I go crazy on this track, man. I spit dope. I do immune homies. No, I got a sick flow. What's going on, world? Welcome to the very first episode of the Sounds Like Fun podcast. I'm your host, Serial Sensei. Thank you guys for joining me, man. I've been meaning to get this channel up and running off the ground for a while. Finally got around to doing it. Um, it is Monday, July 23rd. Yeah, man. So before I get started, um, I guess let me real quick just do an intro uh, to let the listeners know what you can expect from this channel. Um, things I'll cover and other ventures that I have going on, which actually we will start with that. Um, so for people who are not familiar with me, um, I host another podcast called the Dojo Talk Podcast, which covers combat sports, you know, MMA, uh, boxing, kickboxing, um, organizations like UFC, Bellator, One Championship, Glory Kickboxing, all that good stuff. Um, so if you if you happen to like fights, if you happen to like combat sports, um, I'll leave a link down below to that channel. I host that podcast with my co-host, the Antaku. Who just recently happened had a birthday so a happy belated birthday to him um so yeah if that's up your alley um you can give that a listen also on that podcast i do have many music reviews um that podcast is now we were about 94 <laughs> episodes deep um so that was a mix of music reviews and us covering fights pretty much i think we started last year uh 2017 uh, so from 2017 all the way up to now, we covered pretty much every UFC card, a um, bunch of Bellator cards, all that good stuff. And I also have plenty of album reviews. So if you want to get a taste for the kind of music you'll hear me do on this channel, I will leave a link in the description below so you can check out the Dojo Talk podcast. You can see what kind of music I review because it's pretty much going to carry over um, to what I'm doing um, over here on the Sounds Like Fun podcast. But the reason I did start Sounds Like Fun is because uh, doing music reviews and covering MMA, um, and I'm also an aspiring author, so I, I do a lot of writing also, it was becoming a bit too much, at least in the format that I was doing it. Um, on the Dojo Talk podcast, I would cover basically three albums an episode if I was reviewing music, which was a bit much. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to tone it back, man, what sounds like fun. I'm going to revert back to what I used to do uh, way back in the day when I first got on YouTube, I used to review albums, and um, I'll leave a link <laughs> to that channel also. Um, I would just review one album at a time, and I, I felt like it was a lot easier that way. The reviews went by quicker. Um, I, I could pump out a review real quick. Won't keep you here for too long, maybe 10, 15 minutes at the most. You know, get your quick little sound bite, send you on your way. You know, you got, you got a lot of things to do in the day, I'm sure. You'll need to hear me rambling uh, all day and long <laughs> about music or whatever so i don't want to keep you guys here too long but basically with this podcast like i said i, I just want to spread uh the music that i like to listen to and hopefully that others will enjoy it just be able to spread some some dope tunes around um mostly will probably be a lot of indie rap or indie music in general um not to say i won't cover anything mainstream but i, I tend to 
I want to cover the things that don't get a ton of coverage. Um, Because, you know, mainstream artists, there there are plenty of other outlets and YouTube channels and probably other podcasts you can go to 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 listen to to coverage of, you know, whoever your favorite mainstream artist is, if that's the kind of music you listen to. And no knock on mainstream music, but I don't listen to a ton of it, so I don't really cover it. (laughs) And um, that's one thing I'm not going to do on this channel is cover things just to cover them. Um, I tend to cover things that I either care about or it interested me in some way, whether it be positive or negative, but it moved me enough to just make me want to talk about it. Um, so yeah, the channel will be mostly music, but don't be surprised, man. I might cover a movie here and there. I might cover an anime series here and there. Um, definitely thinking of the possibility of doing interviews here and there. Um, try to keep the content a bit more diverse, you know, make things fun for the listeners, make things fun for me. (laughs) That's the the person creating the podcast. But, um, yeah, man, that's pretty much what this channel is, man. Nothing too crazy, nothing too out of the ordinary. Just trying to spread dope tunes, dope music, um, dope art in general, and, you know, spread it out in hopes that you guys will enjoy it as much as I do. And also, before I get started, a shout out to the homie Shoddy7. He blessed me with that intro track. I will leave a link to his SoundCloud down below so you can check out his music um, because that will pretty much be (laughs) the official theme song of the Sounds Like Fun podcast. Um, That track is called A-Team. So shout outs to him, man. I will definitely leave a link below. You guys can check out his music um, and get a taste of what he's got going on. But without further ado, man, like I said, we're going to get jump right into this. So for the very first episode of the Sounds Like Fun podcast, the album that I will be reviewing is entitled Marlowe, and the group is also called Marlowe, and this group is comprised of LaRange and Solemn Brigham. Um, it's kind of funny, I realize I've been saying LaRange's name incorrect <laughs> basically this entire time I've known him. I just looked up an interview <laughs> before I started this review to make sure I was pronouncing his name right, and I was definitely not saying LaRange. I was definitely saying LaOrange or some other variation <laughs> of that but it's uh larange and solemn brigham uh with marlo so larange is a producer um out of seattle washington i believe uh, i want to say he signed to mellow music group i know this album came out um under mellow music group um of the two of this group i was most familiar with him uh because of his production um he's had he, he's been in the game for a good minute now um he's, he's had a good a good number of projects um if you're not too familiar with him um, i would say check out uh albums like the ordinary man which he put out last year um albums like the mad writer he's done a lot of collab albums um the night took us in like family uh with him and jeremiah J. um he did a collab out uh, a collab <laughs> album uh with mr lift called the life and death of scenery so he, he's been around for a while um i really enjoy his production he has a very distinct sound that i'll definitely get into when i start talking about the production of this album um but yeah i've, I've known about him from known about him for some years now so uh, i mainly checked out this album just because I, I just wanted to hear from him um because i really enjoy his production uh solemn brigham to be honest before this project i am not familiar with him uh, really at all <laughs> if we're gonna be honest all I can tell you about Solomon Brigham is he is an MC from, I think, Wilmington, North Carolina. And uh, as far as background information, that's all I got. <laughs> so this is pretty much my introduction to 
uh, Brigham and, and his music and what he brings to the table. But I, I can say um, he definitely impressed me. Um, this project was really good. This this was a really a really dope listen, a very interesting listen, uh, to say the least. So I, I guess I'll, I'll start with LaRange because, like I said, he was pretty much the main reason I checked this album out because I, I enjoy his work so much. So m most things he put out, I'll at least, even if I don't listen to the entire album, I'll, I'll give it a peek because I know he pretty much delivers quality every time. So uh, LaRange definitely came through man the first thing that grabbed me about this album was was production um if you've never heard his beats before he has a very it's a very this this distinct like it's very jazzy but it's hip-hop and I, I know a lot of producers you know combine jazz and hip-hop but it's the way he does it in a way that i think is a bit different than everyone else he he adds this really old school like film noir <laughs> touch to his beats they sound really like classical really jazzy just from the drums to the horns any keys you might hear um, even to like the vocal samples and vocal chops that he used that he uses on this album or just in his uh in his beats in general it's, it's just it has this really like i said it's just this really distinct really vintage um really old school and when i say old school i don't mean like boom bap like 80s rap old school i mean like 60s <laughs> like jazz or something like that kind of old school it's just it's this real classical kind of feel to his beats but even with that and that soundscape um, not all of these beats whatsoever sound the same he definitely gives you a lot of of different looks but they all can still fit under that umbrella of, you know, being jazzy, just still having, like I said, that really vintage, just kind of old school touch to them. Um, tracks like Fred Sanford uh, on this album, really, you know, a bit more upbeat, um, almost reminds me of like an instrumental I would hear, like a black exploitation movie um, or something like that. So that that instrumental was really dope. Um, then you get beats on here like the track Mayday which doesn't sound like anything else on this album. Just really, it's kind of like chaotic. That, I don't know if that's a guitar or a bass, but the riff is just really kind of grimy, just really grungy on the beat, man. It, it, it stands out in, in a good way, though. Like I said, there, there are no, none of the other beats on this album to me sound at all like that one. And that, that one, I, that's probably one of my favorite beats on here. Like I said, it's, just, it's really chaotic it's kind of dirty sounding but it it's it's done so well man it's it's done so well it's just a, a testament to how diverse larange is and how like unique his his sound is man i don't think a lot of other producers can pull that sound off the way he does he definitely has his own like i said he, he definitely has his own special touch and it is it's all <laughs> it's all throughout this album and you get like I said, you, you get tracks that are more upbeat. Like I said, Mayday's a bit grungy. You also get some that are, you know, kind of just jazzy, classical. You know, you can just kind of vibe, just kind of nod your head to it. Then you get other tracks, um, like The Things We Summon. Uh, definitely one of my favorites on the album, which is it's a bit more, 
I guess solemn, maybe a little more moody than some of the other tracks on the album. But this, the whole soundscape that he put together for this album is really, it's really good, man. It's, it's, it's almost like the instrumental, <laughs> even without um, the lyrics, could tell the story. Because he also has a really great way of, uh, like, the vocal chops and, like, these really uh, old school sound bites that he uses. I'm not sure where, if he, where he gets these from. They might be, like, old sound bites from maybe old films or, like, old musicals or maybe just old jazz, jazz pieces. But these sound bites that he'll use throughout the instrumental it just kind of gives you just a feel for what's really going on in the track. It's almost like it, it all, the sound bites on top of the lyrics all ties in to just give you a feel for what the track is and what's really going on and like the message is trying to convey and things like that. So he, he does a really good job with his instrumentals of, it, it just seems like everything has a purpose, everything has a place and it, it really all fits in to just create this, like <laughs> mysterious jazzical like hip-hop mood is 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 really weird but it's really dope man i really i really enjoy how he crafted the beats on this album man um really and there's not a whack beat <laughs> on this album there aren't any beats on here that i don't like like i said it's, it's definitely not it's not a typical sound this definitely isn't something you're, you're gonna hear on the radio um but my god man this this album is masterfully produced man it's it's like i said from the instrumentation to just sequencing the way tracks flow together even down to the way the tracks were mixed everything just really comes together for just a really like i said it's just this real film noir hip hop jazz mixed fusion hybrid baby child <laughs> thing going on with these beats man but it's it's so dope to listen to like even just the instrumental version of this album would be fire but larange killed the beats man the, the beats on here are just they're just really unique they're, they're really unique you're not gonna hear um not gonna hear a lot of guys like this to, to say the least not there's nobody i can think of off the top of my head who can provide these kind of soundscapes that he did for this album and i guess on to solemn brigham man it's not not an easy task to <laughs> find like a flow over some of these beats these just aren't these aren't just so typical man and brigham definitely left a great first impression like i said this is pretty much my introduction to him i've had no who no idea who he was prior to hearing this album but brigham does a really good job of flowing over these beats he can find his pocket really well he can speed it up to match the beat he can pull back um, when necessary he he just has a really good variety of flows and I, I think also what helps is he not not to peg him <laughs> in a in a box but he, he definitely gives me this kind of uh, I almost don't want to say it because I, I feel like nowadays it's like a bad thing. But he has like this kind of like artsy, eccentric, like vocal tone down from the way he raps to even just his word placement and the way he he structures his, his bars. And I, I think that kind of like eccentric style fits perfectly with 
these kind of beats. So I, I don't think you could have just, you couldn't just came over these beats and just had like a bar fest. I mean, you, you could have, I guess, if you wanted to. And it's not to say that Brigham don't got bars or he's not a good writer because he definitely is. But it's just he, I feel like these two are like tailor-made for each other. Like I've heard other rappers over um, LaRonda's beats before, but I don't think, they haven't sounded like, like this. Like, I don't know. I feel like these two were like tailor-made, like you guys should do more projects together. Like this seems like there, there should be a Marlowe <laughs> part two. Like, I, I just think these guys have a nice, a really nice bond, man. Brigham fits. He manages to fit perfectly over these beats. Um, like I said, no matter what the mood is of the track, no matter if it's more upbeat or if it's more pulled back, he just, he can adjust his flow to just kind of get in the pocket and he can just, he, he can just go and make it work. Um, like I said, lyric-wise, man, the, the dude is a very talented writer, really good with words. Like I said, he, he has a very, it's a very, like, poetic way out to, to me that he, he structures his words, he structures his bars. Uh, Content-wise, I, I just, it's very real life. It's very, a lot of him... It, it seems like it's, it's introspective. It's a lot of this is, I think, him trying to just <laughs> hold his life together, hold things together, not let things, you know, fall apart. Him just trying to grind, trying to make that next step, trying to improve. But it's also very observational. He's definitely very aware from his, of his surroundings and what's, um, what's around him, how things are affecting him, how he's affecting others. Um, it's, it's just it's just the way he words it and also just compiled with the way he words things and the way it fits over these instrumentals it just it molds so perfectly together man it, it molds so perfectly like i said these, these two are tailor fit like you guys have to do you guys have to do more more projects together because something tells me and i don't mean this in a bad way like if, if brigham was to do an album with another producer like i don't know if it would sound like this which is probably not great for me to say because it's my first time hearing Brigham so I don't have no other merit or anything else to judge this on because I don't have heard any else of his music but it, it just seems like his flow his way with words just really fits perfectly with this style of production um, but yeah man he, he is definitely a, a, a awesome and, and capable lyricist um, this album is 39 minutes um, I think it's like 17, how many tracks? 17 tracks, I want to say, um, which it does seem, I don't know, sounds like it's on the long side, but a lot of these tracks honestly aren't that long. Um, I want to say like the longest track on here is only about three minutes and some change. Um, maybe around like 320 might be the longest track on here. Other tracks are anywhere between maybe a minute or two minutes and, and so so the album actually flows and kind of goes by pretty quick is like i said the 17 tracks but it it kind of goes by fast because a lot of the tracks they come brigham comes in he, he gives you some some bars he gives you some some dope lines some some good content and next thing you know it just it flows on <laughs> to the next track um but it works though because like i said sequencing is is something i think is really just underrated in music this album is sequenced very well the tracks flow into each other very well, and I, I just, I love Brigham's flow, and just his, 
his way with words it definitely like holds my attention it keeps me interested he just like i said th these guys are i think a perfect fit he just has a very unique delivery and just way with words and that kind of eccentric style i think it just it just works man it just <laughs> it just it just really works and this, this is the album i would encourage listeners um i gained more of an appreciation for this album when i actually read the lyrics like while i was listening to it he's a very good so some of these verses man <laughs> he's got some really good really good verses uh on this album and it almost sucks that the songs or some of them are so short because they you'll, you'll get like a really fire verse something real introspective introspective and then it just it's gone and it goes on to the next track it's like oh you could have gave me could have gave me a couple more bars but <laughs> You know, it, it it is what it is. But yeah, man, he he just has a very good way of of just a very good way with words. Like I said, very poetic, very eccentric, but it 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 definitely works, man. I I I really thoroughly enjoyed <laughs> the everything, pretty much everything about this album. Um, I guess I'll just go on to some of my favorite tracks, which kind of hard to do man like out of 17 like i said that there aren't any bad tracks on here some tracks you know I, I like more than others but i can't really look at any tracks on this album and say oh that was you know whack or anything like all these joints are <laughs> all these joints are, are good man but if i had to pick a couple favorites um i'll definitely go with the opening track uh lost arts that one is really awesome i love the the beat i love the piano and all like the instrumentation surrounding uh the beat it, i think all that just fit together really well um i love the line on um, the institute of the violence that started my defiance give no respect or alliance less men get rich than ones who die trying like i said man dude is <laughs> just really observational i just i love the way he just words things and is able to kind of paint the picture to get you to to see what he's saying um, medicated is another favorite track i love the just the jazzy horns on the beat uh things we summon is another favorite uh, i think that was one of the more kind of solemn kind of like <laughs> i'll call it sad jazz but it, it was a bit more moody i think than some of the other tracks on the album uh, mayday is definitely a favorite like i said just because of how just grimy that that bass or that on bass or guitar whatever it, it is that, that it's just so grimy and it fits in the beat and that the beat itself is just it's so different from everything else on the album but it it just it it's perfect though it, it definitely works um and i love the line uh or a couple lines <laughs> um working through the whole day i don't clock out for no lunch break i go knock out when i showcase i was locked out got my key made then i came and left with no trace you can't see me i'm too opaque I ain't, I ain't floored the way he did. He he sounded way better. But <laughs> that whole, that whole verse on that track was 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 mean, man. He's he's definitely got some lines all throughout this album. Um, Tall Tales is another good one. Just another another track I, I wish was longer because it just it seemed like it kind of just came and went, and <laughs> the verse was so fire that I just kind of wanted another one. Um, but. Um, I love the couple bars uh, in my arcade where all fade is headbunted by the hard way. 
Gold stars, bricks, coins, ballers, and ball chains. Hit the throttle, they say tomorrow it could all change. But 90 out of 10, you'll wake up in the same damn makeup, in the same bed, trying to hit the brakes in the race with the brain dead. Just lines on lines on lines <laughs> throughout this whole album. Um, Gone Believer, really all these tracks were good, man. Gone Believer was dope. Um, the Basement was dope. Uh, Tales from the East, Demonstration, a lot a lot of these, just just listen to the whole album, man, whole, whole album's dope, <laughs> the, whole, the whole album's dope, man, this this was a really, this was a really good listen, man, from from start to finish, um, yeah, if you, if you enjoy indie hip-hop, I, I don't see why you wouldn't like this, like I said, it's, it's a bit different with the production, depending on what kind of hip-hop or rap that you, you listen to but like i said man it's really jazzy has a real old school classical kind of feel to it but it, it's, it's it's still dope brigham is definitely like i said a great lyricist uh really just really good with words really good with being able to paint a picture like i said you'll definitely get an appreciation for the album, if you just, like, read the lyrics, like, while you're listening, man, dude, is, he's, Brigham, Solomon Brigham is really, really talented with, with words, and he's definitely, definitely made a fan out of me, I don't know if he has any other projects, but I would definitely be interested to listen, um, but like I said, we, we need a Marlowe part two, I know this just came out, so, but, you know, maybe next year, nothing, uh, you know, 2019, 2020 at the latest, think think y'all should do <laughs> y'all should definitely do another one but yeah man this this album is just it's just dope it's that's that's all i can say this, this is dope i'm not sure where this would fall on my list as far as top albums that came out this year because to be honest man it's a lot of stiff competition there have been a, it's, it's just been a ton of music that has been released this year so i'm not sure where this will fall um also for people who don't know um i always do a top 20 of my favorite albums that came out the year at the end of the year so that'll be a thing when we get around to that time probably you know late december when i start putting that list together but i hope this makes it i don't, I don't know you get, like i said there's some stiff competition but e either way man this this album was really enjoyable like i said just the unique soundscape mixed with just the way solemn brigham is able to fit perfectly over these beats his his wordplay, his just like I said, the introspection, his his observations, just the content in general, man. It it all comes together just to make this really just unique and it's really dope album. Like I said, my only my my only gripe is that it went by so fast, man. Some songs I wish could have had a couple more verses or you know just something. So it just it kind of it flew by really quick, um, but. At the same time, I'm not going to complain. 39 minutes is a solid listening experience. And it makes the album easier to go back and listen to. You can just play it all over again. And it it doesn't really take you too long <laughs> to, to get to it. So I, I won't complain too much. But Solemn Brigham and LaRange uh, combined to make the group Marlowe. The album is entitled Marlowe. I will leave a link down below to the Bandcamp. Um, and also, I think this has physical copies coming out. I don't think the physicals release until next month, but they do have them for pre-order uh, on mellowmusicgroup.com. So go give that a look. 
um, if you're like me and you still collect CDs, I will definitely, uh, hopefully be getting my physical when that comes out, but I did purchase the digital from Bandcamp, um, so I would encourage you guys to do the same, man, support, uh, support indie artists, they're the ones who need the funds, man, <laughs> this album's only like $9, man, nobody's asking you to, to break the bank, man, just support good music, put, put the money in the, in the pockets of the, the people who deserve it, the ones who are out here putting out original content, you know, and people like I said, people like Larange who's been in this game for a, a good minute now and hasn't hasn't really missed a step from from what I've heard. So yeah, man, like I said, these episodes won't be long. I'm not gonna be keeping y'all here forever. I can't even see how long I've been talking right now, so I could be lying. But <laughs> other episodes probably won't be as long uh, because I won't have to do any long rambling intros. We'll just start getting straight to the music. But yeah, man. Shout outs to LaRon, shout outs to Solemn Brigham. Both of these guys are extremely talented. Um, definitely deserve the support. This album definitely deserves a listen, deserves to be spread. I think they I think they put out a music video for a couple of these tracks, so if I can remember, I will also link that in the description below. As well as, like I said, my other podcasts and other things I have going on. And real quick, also, before I get out of here... Um, this is going to mainly be a YouTube channel, but I will put this very first episode on SoundCloud. I might possibly put my second one, but eventually this is strictly going to be a YouTube thing. But for my Dojo Talk podcast listeners, um, this will be on SoundCloud. But like I said, maybe after like the first two episodes, it's strictly going to be on YouTube. So subscribe to the YouTube channel because that is where the bulk of all of this content will be. But like I said, not going to keep you guys here forever, so I'm going to roll out of here, and I don't know what I'm going to do. It's Monday, and I'm off of work, which is always a great feeling, so I'm going to relax, probably get some writing done, wash some clothes, born adult stuff. But Marlo, LaRange, Solemn Brigham, salutes. Thank you guys for listening to the first episode of the Sounds Like Fun podcast, and until next time, I will catch you guys later.